Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Tar Heel Talk Newsletter, a quarterly publication of the NC Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, NCLBPH, the State Library of North Carolina, and the NC Department of Natural and Cultural Resources. We hope you will enjoy listening to this episode of the podcast version of our newsletter and that you'll subscribe to hear future episodes. Thank you for your support. Now, here is the latest episode of Tar Heel Talk. Tar Heel Talk, issue number 164, summer 2021. Table of Contents. NOS Turns 90. Summer Reading 2021. Tales and Tales. Get in touch on our new number. Friends Corner. Histories, Mysteries. The Collections Communique. Broadband Program. The Silent Patient, a book review. From his desk to yours, it's Craig's desk. Interview with Department of Services for the Blind Social Worker. NLS turns 90. The year was 1931. The Empire State Building was erected. Herbert Hoover was president. The Great Depression was in full swing. The polio epidemic was spreading. The Dick Tracy comic first appeared in a Detroit newspaper. And this was the year the National Library Service the division of the Library of Congress that provides reading materials to people with disabilities was created. The NLS was partially created to serve all blinded veterans from World War I. Although the Library of Congress had a small reading room for blind patrons since 1897, it did not provide a national reach. In addition, much of the reading material was aimed toward children leaving blinded adults with a small amount of material to choose from. Between 1924 and 1927, the American Printing House for the Blind was contracted by the U.S. Veterans Bureau to produce 89 titles specifically for blind soldiers. However, Congress soon decided that the Library of Congress was better suited to providing reading materials for the blind. So, In 1931, the Pratt-Smoot Bill was passed that created the National Library Service. In the beginning, only Braille books were offered. Then, in 1934, the Pratt-Smoot Bill was amended to include sound recordings. In 1952, reading material for children was added. Music scores became available starting in 1962, and in 1966, the physically disabled became eligible for NLS services. The National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled started out with 19 regional libraries joining its network. As time passed, more and more states began to join the network. North Carolina opened a regional NLS library in 1958. In 1935, 27 book titles became available on long-playing records. Records would be used by NOS for over 50 years. Cassette tapes began replacing records in 1968. 
1973, NOS opened its own recording studio. In 2009, digital talking book players began replacing cassette recorders, and the next year, BARD, the Braille audio and reading download service, became available. In 2015, patrons gained a wider access to books when the NLS made agreements with five commercial audiobook publishers to provide their recordings to NLS patrons. In 2021, NLS expanded their service to include the learning and reading disabled, offering reading material to an even wider audience. The NLS started with 19 regional libraries as part of its network, and by the turn of the millennium, the network had grown to include a library in all 50 states, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands, providing truly national service. In 2021, NLS provides many services to its regional libraries and includes the acquisition, production, and distribution of braille and audiobooks and magazines, playback equipment, catalogs, and other publications, and publicity and marketing materials. For 90 years, the National Library Service has provided reading materials for people who are print disabled, enriching their lives along the way. Summer Reading, 2021, Tales and Tales. It's not too late to sign up for NCLBPH's summer reading program. This year's theme is Tales and Tales. The program runs from June 1st to August 31st. You can register until August 15th. If you read at least five books, you win a prize and the top three readers win gift cards. So register today and read your way to some awesome prizes. Kids Summer Reading, ages 0 through 21. Adult Summer Reading, 21 and up. How to Register Website, bit.ly forward slash capital L, capital B, capital P, capital H, underscore, capital S, capital R, capital P. Chat with us, statelibrary.ncdcr.gov forward slash blind print disabled. S-T-A-T-E-L-I-B-R-A-R-Y dot N-C-D-C-R dot G-O-V forward slash B-L-I-N-D hyphen P-R-I-N-T hyphen D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D. Leave us a voicemail at 1-888-388-2460. Email us at nclbph at ncdcr.gov. Get in touch on our new number. NCLBPH has a new phone system and a brand new phone number. Due to the pandemic, we have not been able to directly answer your calls to the library. We have had to rely on voicemail messages and return calls. Starting June 3rd, we will be able to speak with you when you call. This new phone system will allow library staff to answer your calls remotely, whether we are in the library or working from home. Our local number is changing to 984 
236-1100. Our toll-free number will remain the same at 1-888-388-2460. During this transition, our telephone hours will be 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday. New tips for better service. You may return material now. We are checking in and checking out material. If you receive cartridges, please return the cartridges one at a time. If you leave a phone message, please spell your last name, state the city you live in, and leave us a phone number to respond to your call if necessary. Also, due to possible phone connection problems, it always helps to repeat the phone number if possible. If you are calling for someone else, please leave their name and city so we can pull up their record in our computers and would have another contact number if we can't reach you. In order to avoid a delay in your service, notify us immediately of any change of address. If you email the library, please include your name, phone number, and mailing address in the email. Friends Corner. Dear friends and patrons, how well do you know the NC Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped? I think it may be time for a refresher for longtime patrons and an introduction for new patrons. The NC Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, NCLBPH, is a library for any NC resident that cannot use traditional print. Library membership applications are accepted from individuals with a disability and professionals and institutions serving persons with disabilities. Library applications must be signed by a certifying authority. This can be your doctor, social worker, vocational counselor, etc. The library serves as patrons with reader advisors, extensive materials collections, outreach to the community, technology, and more. The reader advisors may select materials for patrons, resolve issues, materials, or book players, and provide reference or referrals. The NCOBPH has digital studios, recording equipment, and volunteers that create digital electronic files for locally produced books and magazines so that you may enjoy them as well. The NCLBPH is associated with the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled, or NLS, and provides a digital book program. The library system uses a USB flash drive, also called thumb drive or data stick, etc. These USB flash drives work with your computer and the library's digital audio players. The digital audio players are loaned to patrons on request. There are two types of digital audio players, the standard and advanced. In size and appearance, they may remind you of cassette players. The players are very similar with the advanced player containing more functions, including an info button, sleep button, menu button, and buttons that allow you to skip back and forth between chapters. Additionally, the National Library Service has developed a high-volume version of the digital talking book machine, DTBM, 
for use by patrons who are hearing impaired. The high volume player, which is paired with a headset, is a standard or advanced DS1, DA1 digital talking book machine that has been programmed to have an amplified volume up to 120 decibels. It can be issued only by NLS and will bear a warning label. The high volume feature only works with the set of stereo headphones that NLS provides. The audio player's controls are similar to remote control buttons for a TV or DVD player, only larger and in contrasting colors. For example, an up arrow shaped button increases the volume. A down arrow shaped button decreases the volume. You can push any button and it will tell you what that button does. It has a sleep timer you can set to turn off after a certain amount of time listening, i.e. 15 minutes, etc. It will remember where you stopped in a book even if you take the book out and put a different book in. You can set a bookmark anywhere in a book. There are over 30,000 digital titles and over 201 separate digital items at our library. The National Library Service has over 100,000 titles available on BARD Braille Audio Reading Download. And as time goes on, that number increases daily. Not only are the library's materials available on USB flash drives, they are also available online through BARD. BARD is the Braille and Audio Reading Download program maintained by the NLS. BARD is available online to download books to flash drives that can be used in the digital talking book machine. You can access the BARD program online by linking to it from NCLBPH's website or from the NLS website. You need to register to use BARD, which you may do by completing an online application or accessing it through the NCLBPH. The NLS then reviews your patron information to ascertain if you are eligible and then will email a BARD password to you. There is an express version of BARD available only on computers with the Windows system. For Apple product users, you will be glad to know that Apple offers a free app for NLS patrons. You can download the app and play NLS digital books on your iOS products, including iPads and iPhones. Any iOS device that connects to the internet will work. Android users can download a BARD mobile app. You can use BARD on your computer, your tablet, and your smartphone. Staff at the library will help you set up the service. This also works with a Braille display connected to your computer. Noble, North Carolina BARD Local, is a service similar to BARD, but for locally produced audio recordings of magazines and newsletters available for download. Limited locally recorded materials are also available on the national BARD service. Some library users purchase digital talking book machines from various companies. NLS will allow anyone who purchases one of these players and has internet access to download books. For information, please check 
out the NOS website at https colon forward slash forward slash www.loc.gov forward slash NLS forward slash. Through the support of the Friends of the Library, the NCLBPH offers a descriptive video club. Descriptive videos are movies that have a voice describing actions, characteristics, and dress of the actors, as well as details of the scenery or setting. This descriptive voice speaks during the time when there is no dialogue. These videos can be enjoyed by everyone. Our videos play on ordinary DVD players and televisions. Large print, audio, and braille catalogs of the movie collection are available on request. Library patrons may join the DVS club by paying a one-time fee of $20. The library also offers book clubs, summer reading programs, and outreach events. You may access more information about these offerings at slnc.info forward slash three four capital G capital Z capital Z capital J D. The library's toll free number is one eight 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 three eight eight two four six zero. Please, if you are a Braille reader, sign up to get at least one Braille magazine from the library. This helps keep Braille readership strong. You know what they say, use it or lose it. When you sign up with the library, you get our free quarterly Tar Heel Talk newsletter. This is a great way to keep informed of new materials and news. Some editions are mailed out in large print. Some are emailed. You may also request it on a USB flash drive or in Braille. It is also on the library's website at slnc.info forward slash capital L, capital B, capital P, capital H. The library's website has all the library's newsletters, applications for service, more useful information about the library, book reviews, blogs, and more. The library has pages on the web, Facebook, and Twitter. Please take a moment the next time you are on social media and like or follow the library. Most library publications can be obtained in Braille, large print, and USB drive. The library staff is happy to help decide which is best for you. Just give them a call. The library offers many magazines. Among them are five locally recorded magazines. The North Carolina Historical Review, Diabetes Self-Management, Wildlife in North Carolina, Carolina Country, and Our State. All of the library services are free to patrons with the exception of the Descriptive Video Club. And last but not least, of course, the Friends of the North Carolina Library for the Blind. As patrons of the library, we would love for you to join us, the Friends. I was pleased and honestly very flattered to be asked to join the Friends board six years ago. Many of my personal friends are patrons of the library and members of the Friends of the Library. 
I have witnessed how valuable these resources are to all of them. Friends of the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, FNCLBPH, is a nonprofit organization consisting of citizens, volunteers, and patrons all interested in supporting the library and the services it provides. We passionately support the mission of the library by providing financial support to augment the state and federal funding received by the library. In many ways, the friends bring extra help when it's needed most. The friends understand the importance of literacy for all adults and children with blindness, severe visual impairment, and or print disability. Friends supported projects include Descriptive Video Service Club, Purchase of equipment for the volunteer recording program. Large print books for the collection. Braille books for the collection. Travel funds for LBPH and Friends outreach efforts. Sponsorships of important events like the NCCVIB and NCDBA conferences, the iRetreat, etc. Printing of the library newsletter, Tar Hill Talk summer reading programs for children and adults, the James Benton Braille Writer Program. Please visit our website at friendsnclbph.org for more information. You may also email us at info at friendsnclbph.org I-N-F-O at F-R-I-E-N-D-S-N-C-L-B-P-H dot O-R-G. We need each other to maintain and enhance the level of services the library provides. Being a Friends member is one of the best ways to show how much you support and appreciate all the services for the NC Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Friends membership is only $10 annually and that small fee reaches so far and helps so many of our neighbors here in NC. Please be a friend with us. Best regards, Susan L. King, President, FOLBPH. Friends Board, President, Susan King, Cell, 828-238-6195. Vice President, Sharon Benton, home, 919-833-0007. Secretary, Debbie Meadows, cell, 919-219-2677. Treasurer, Mary Flanagan, cell, 919-602-1334. Home, 919-435-1504. Past President, Eddie Weaver. Cell, 910-619-4084. Members at Large, Donnie Best. Cell, 910-340-7214. Karen Broderick, home, 919 
518-906-0088. Cell 919-906-0804. Ferdina Gillette Sims. Cell 919-414-5316. Angelo Sinesso. Cell 252-202-1190. Joanne Wood. Cell 252-292-3733. Dawson Hart. Home 828-202-0881. Donna Permar. Cell 919-452-6920. Kelly Hightower Spruill, home 704-677-7339. Cell 336-253-6566. Melanie Stein, cell 919-662-2580. Yvonne Kia, home, 910-283-3981. Non-voting, Carl R. Keen, regional librarian, History's Mysteries. Coming up September 18th and November 17th, the library will be hosting virtual history programs conducted by patron Bill Steppen. Bill is a former history teacher and performer. In September, the program is Oak Island's Money Pit, a story about treasure seekers at Oak Island in Maine. November's program is entitled Before Columbus Arrived, which explores what the first people in the Americas were like. Join us online or by phone to enjoy this look back in history. We've included a handy list of library books that Bill used to research the topics. Oak Island's Money Pit. Treasure seekers have been digging in Oak Island's Money Pit, hoping to find an elusive treasure for more than 200 years but no one has hit the jackpot yet. Our program this month will take you deep beneath the surface of Oak Island to see what all the excitement is about. Bring your pick and shovel. Companion reading from Bard. The Money Pit. The story of Oak Island and the world's greatest treasure hunt. DB12780. O'Connor DRC. Reading time, 9 hours, 12 minutes. The Americas Before Europeans Were the cultures of Native Americans really without cities, science, religion, or innovation? This month's mystery will help dispel misconceptions about the Americas before Europeans arrived. Companion reading from Bard. 1491 
New Revelations of the Americas Before Columbus, DB61198. Man, Charles C. Reading time, 16 hours, 28 minutes. To register for the program online, contact the library at slnc.info forward slash capital L, capital B, capital P, capital H. To register by phone, call 1-888-388-2460. The Collections Communique, a quarterly collections update. We hope that you are enjoying the library's new Books on Demand service. In order to better serve all patrons, we ask that you return your Books on Demand cartridges when you are done with them. This will not only allow us to get more books out to you, but it will help us get a more accurate picture of who is actively using the service and who is not. We appreciate your cooperation. We are beginning to see the fruits of the newly implemented Marrakesh Treaty. This treaty allows participating countries to circulate accessible books across borders. We now have over 50 of these titles in our collection in audio format. And these titles are available to patrons via the Books on Demand service. The books we have received so far are mostly in French and all have the book number prefix DBG. If you are interested in sampling some of these books, please call and leave a message for our reader advisors. Due to the pandemic, we have not been able to add new Braille titles into our physical collection. If you have asked for the newest titles that the National Library Service, NLS, has added since April 2020, we will be able to send them to you once we have our collection staff back on site in the library. And now, a note about donations to us. If you have sent us donated books and materials since April 2020, we apologize for not being able to send donation receipt letters to you. We are unable to process these donations currently, but we will process them once we have our collection staff back on site in the library. NLS has begun adding commercially produced versions of some previously NLS produced audio titles that were already a part of the collection. When we are made aware of these additions, we notate them as a reissue in our catalog records. If you would like to ensure that you do not receive these versions of new titles that you may have already had, please give us a call and ask to have a reissue exclusion placed onto your account. Broadband Program The Federal Communications Commission has launched a temporary program to help families and households struggling to afford internet service during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Emergency Broadband Benefit provides a discount of up to $50 per month toward broadband service for eligible households and up to $75 per month for households on qualifying tribal lands. Eligible households can also receive a one-time discount of up to $100 to purchase a laptop, desktop computer, or a tablet from participating providers. Eligible households can enroll through a participating broadband provider or directly with the Universal Service Administration Company, USAC, 
using an online or mail-in application. You can learn more about the benefit, including eligibility and enrollment information, by visiting FCC.gov slash broadband benefit, FCC.gov forward slash B-R-O-A-D-B-A-N-D-B-E-N-E-F-I-T, or by calling 833-511-0311. The emergency broadband benefit is limited to one monthly service discount and one device discount per household. Who is eligible? A household is eligible if a member of the household meets one of the criteria below. Has an income that is at or below 135% of the federal poverty guidelines or participates in certain assistance programs such as SNAP, Medicaid, or Lifeline. Receives benefits under the free and reduced price school lunch program or the school breakfast program, or did so in the 2019-2020 school year. Received a federal Pell Grant during the current award year. Experienced a substantial loss of income due to job loss or furlough since February 29, 2020. Or meets the eligibility criteria for participating broadband provider's existing low-income or COVID-19 program. Check out FCC.gov slash broadband benefit for consumer FAQ and other program resources. Three ways to apply. One, contact your preferred participating broadband provider directly to learn about their application process. Two, go to getemergencybroadband.org, G-E-T-E-M-E-R-G-E-N-C-Y-B-R-O-A-D-B-A-N-D.org to apply online and to find participating providers near you. Three, call 833-511-0311 for a mail-in application and return it along with proof of eligibility to Emergency Broadband Support Center, P.O. Box 7081, London, Kentucky, 40742. You also can find more information about the program on the library's website at slnc.info forward slash 3W capital T J capital I capital R capital R. The Silent Patient. A book review. In The Silent Patient, Alicia Berenson is a well-known painter married to a famous photographer named Gabriel. They live in a fancy house in London and seem to have the perfect life. One night, Alicia murders her husband and never speaks another word. He was found bound to a chair and shot in the face. She was soon convicted of his murder. She becomes a patient at the Grove, a secure psychiatric hospital. Theo Farber is a criminal psychotherapist who hopes to treat Alicia and discover the mystery behind her motives for murdering her husband. As a psychotherapist, Theo's job is to help his patients through verbal and nonverbal communication with the patient. Of course, with Alicia, 
there is no verbal communication. As they sit in silence, the main clue Theo has is a painting Alicia completed before the trial. She titled it Alcestis, named after a heroine in Greek mythology who sacrifices her life to save her husband. Alcestis, the heroine, comes back from the dead and never speaks again. Theo becomes obsessed with Alicia's silence and crosses the line from psychotherapy to detection, going so far to interview Alicia's friends and family members against his superior's directives. Theo is forced to examine his own motivations and his search for the truth threatens to engulf him. The Silent Patient is a psychological thriller with fascinating plot twists. Agatha Christie crossed with Greek tragedy. It is written from Theo's point of view and interspersed with entries from Alicia's diary. The NLS version has two excellent narrators who bring the story to life. As a bonus, there is an interview with the author, Alex Michalides, at the end. Michalides is a screenwriter and The Silent Patient is his first novel. DB093996 downloadable. Reading time, 8 hours, 46 minutes. Large print, LT038100. From his desk to yours, it's Craig's Desk, a new podcast from our technology librarian. The following show was recorded in a closet in Durham, North Carolina. Its content is intended for people who are blind or print impaired. Note, this is the disclaimer read at the beginning of each program thanks to the pandemic. That's the way each episode of a new podcast from our technology librarian starts. The show, Craig's Desk, is hosted by Craig Hayward, the library's system and digital services librarian a.k.a. the Tech Librarian. Craig has created this program to go beyond what you can find on our website and other places to give you an audio answer to your questions now. In his nearly 14 years at the library, he's seen the library's offerings evolve in so many ways. From the record player to downloading books with an app on your smartphone, from one book on a cartridge to many books on a single cartridge known as Books on Demand. Having staff pick books to send to self-service ordering and direct download using the library's online catalog. The technology and the library are ever-changing. This show is an attempt to make these changes easier to navigate and empower our patrons to do things themselves. This show's first purpose, offered as the first part of each show, is to answer library technology questions from patrons sent to the email nclbph.tech.librarian at gmail.com. In the first episodes of the show, he has been using questions already provided from the library website's helpful information section. Beyond this, it is to offer some insight about various library, digital, and online resources, help patrons use the technology better, learn something new, and just find more to read. 
whether it's the online catalog, the website, how to use social media, or downloading books from BARD, he'll try to answer your questions and let you see where our library is going on this technology journey. For example, in the latest episode, Craig highlights the FCC's Emergency Broadband Benefit, or EBB, for families and households struggling to afford internet service during the COVID-19 pandemic. EBB provides a discount of up to $50 per month toward the broadband service for eligible households and up to $75 per month for households on qualifying tribal lands. Eligible households can also receive a one-time discount of up to $100 to purchase a laptop, desktop computer, or tablet from participating providers, if available. On the library's website is a section in the Accessible Resources for Living section under Broadband and Internet that contains some useful links, including eligibility requirements and an application for the program. Besides this, he starts off answering a patron question about how to see your reading history on the library's online catalog. After this, some more insight about happenings at NLS and much more. If you don't regularly listen to podcasts, you can sample the show's available episodes from C-R-A-I-G-D-E-S-K dot P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot C-O-M. Download Something Noble. One of the many services we offer our patrons is access to our version of BARD we call Noble, North Carolina BARD Local. Noble features digital braille books and digital talking books and magazines, which are published in North Carolina and produced by our library. While there is no patron application necessary to use Noble, all media downloaded from Noble can only be played on a digital book player approved by the National Library's Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. You may visit Noble to see if there is anything you would like to download by going to bit.ly slash capital L, capital B, capital P, capital H, hyphen, capital N, capital O, capital B, capital L, capital E. Interview with Department of Services for the Blind Social Worker by Sarah Brackett. As a reader advisor, I am often asked questions that I do not have the resources to answer. I often refer these patrons to their social worker for the blind. I recently spoke with April, who holds this position in Buncombe County. I asked her some of the common questions she gets from clients, as well as some questions I had of my own about what social workers for the blind do and how they help their clients. My first series of questions address the common struggles that clients have. These struggles are physical, practical, and emotional. April indicated that the most common physical challenge was a concern about exercise. There were several practical concerns, the top among them being getting places, inability to drive, reading mail, other important documents, and cooking. 
the emotional impact of visual impairment also varied. Feelings of depression can be observed and also feelings of isolation due to feeling that they had to give up many activities they previously enjoyed. As a follow-up question, I asked April how she could help her clients address these concerns. She told me that one of the most valuable resources for physical struggles that she could help people discover is an orientation mobility instructor. These instructors help her clients as a sighted guide. They also help teach how to use the bus or anything else to do with traveling. She recommended using Uber, Lyft, or the bus system. She also indicated that counties sometimes have alternate bus systems available. For instance, in Buncombe County, there is mountain mobility. She also suggested that clients who felt uncomfortable asking friends or family to drive them somewhere treat them to lunch or offer to pay for gas. April also recommends using magnifiers, which social workers for the blind can help you obtain. She offered several strategies that can help make cooking safe. For instance, placing thumbtacks on the dial of the oven at commonly used temperatures. In this way, her clients can feel where 350 degrees is without having to ask a sighted person for help. Social workers for the blind visit client homes to help them set up such systems. She emphasized that coping with visual impairment can be difficult, especially at first, but the more independence a person gains, the better he or she will feel, and that part of her job was to help individuals reach their independence goals. My third question was about strategies to reduce practical struggles and promote independence. She responded that if a person feels there is something they cannot do, think of ways to do that activity that does not require sight. Have family, friends, or a social worker help brainstorm. She has yet to encounter an issue that cannot be overcome with ingenuity. She suggests thinking about the lighting, using tactile cues to a five button or switch, making things larger, adding contrasts, for example, pouring black coffee into a light flavored mug, etc. April also stressed the importance of organization. Having a designated space for items in the home and in the refrigerator is crucial. Next, we talked about the various services that clients go to a social worker for the blind to receive. She spoke of the social workers for the blind as a contact point for the client. They are able to refer the client to any number of resources, including independent living counselors who help the client reach personal goals with cooking, for instance, nursing eye care consultants to determine the visual aids that will most help the client, vocational rehab staff if the client is looking for help with his or her career, and assistive tech reader who can help the client learn about and obtain technologies to assist him or her. They can help them apply for the medical eye care program for eye surgery or medication, but they won't have insurance. The list of resources goes on and on. I asked April who she referred clients to the most often. She responded with the library, a little tongue in cheek perhaps. Mountain Mobility, 
an alternate bus system in Buncombe County, Disability Partners, they provide individuals with refurbished desktops or laptops at extremely low prices, around $65. Services for the deaf and hard of hearing, for those clients who require hearing aids, Braille Bibles International, low vision support groups for emotional support, counsel on aging. This group knows resources available for seniors. Hadley School, who offers low cost and free courses in technology, independent living, and recreation. And the Lions Club, whose mission is to help those with vision loss who need glasses or an exam. They also provide recreational activities such as Camp Dogwood and a fishing tournament. My final question for April was what other advice do you give your clients? I will leave you with a quote from April. Life is good, just different. Be willing and ready. Some are in denial. Be ready for help. Once you start receiving help and become aware of different strategies and technologies, you will flourish and no longer need to call me. Closing dates. Monday, July 5th, Independence Day. Monday, September 6th, Labor Day. Thursday, November 11th, Veterans Day. Thursday and Friday, November 25th through 26th, Thanksgiving. Descriptive Video Catalog. The library has produced an all audio version of the descriptive video catalog. The catalog is a collection of all the DVDs available today from the library. It is available from Noble as a downloadable digital talking book, so you can listen to it on your digital talking book player and from our descriptive video page on the website now as a playable MP3. Listen now, bit.ly slash capital L, capital B, capital P, capital H, hyphen, capital D, capital V. Subscribe to the Digital Tar Heel Talk. The Tar Heel Talk has a digital exclusive edition. They are released in the summer and winter between the paper editions of the Tar Heel Talk. If you would like to receive the digital newsletter, please sign up to be put on our newsletter list by visiting bit.ly slash capital L, capital B, capital P, capital H, hyphen, capital N, capital E, capital W, capital S. Choice Magazine Listening. Choice Magazine Listening, CML, is a free audio magazine for adults with impaired vision or other disability. Four times a year, listeners can download or receive by mail 12 hours of great stories and articles chosen from 100 of the finest magazines absolutely free of charge. All CML's selections are wonderfully read by some of America's top audiobook narrators. CML subscribers include those with conditions such as low vision, macular degeneration, blindness, MS, diabetes, cerebral palsy, ALS, dyslexia, and Parkinson's. If someone you know would enjoy this free service, please call 1-888-724-6423 or visit 
choicemagazinelistening.org. C-H-O-I-C-E-M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E-L-I-S-T-E-N-I-N-G dot O-R-G. Tar Heel Talk is a quarterly publication of the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, NCLBPH, State Library of North Carolina, and NC Department of Natural and Cultural Resources. Address 1841 Capitol Boulevard, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27635. Voice 984 984- Two three six one one zero zero. Fax nine eight four two three six one one nine nine. Toll free one eight 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 three eight eight two four six zero. Email nclbph at ncdcr dot gov. Governor. Roy Cooper, Secretary, Reed Wilson, State Librarian, Timothy Owens, Regional Librarian, Carl Keene, Editor, Gina Powell, Editorial Staff, Clint Exum. Webpage, slnc.info forward slash capital L, capital B, capital P, capital H. Internet Catalog Ordering Site, ncbph.klas.com. End of Tar Heel Talk, issue number 164, summer 2021, read by Clint Exum, published by the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Further reproduction or distribution in other than a specialized format is prohibited.